Welcome to the Receive to Podcast Episode 3, the Radiohead Special. Fitter, happier, more productive. Regular trips for breakfast baths. Eating too many peanut butter Kit Kats. Keep calm and carry on. Screw you, buddy. So we're out here outside on one of the rare sunny days. Ho- hopefully not the last of the autumn. <laughs> and we're coming here for a special reason because uh, the office is burnt down. <laughs> well, we haven't got anywhere no, to go. We, we did say we'd come outside to get depressed and talk about Radiohead. Didn't that's, we? that's it. <laughs> because this is a Radiohead special. Indeed. With the imminent release tomorrow of In Rainbows, the album that's going to shake up the record industry. And we only have one question this week, which is, uh, download or disc box? <laughs> Let me put that question to you first. Download or disc box? Disc box. As soon as I, uh, as soon as I woke up. As soon as you woke up? Before I took a piss. Your first word in the morning my first darling, word, uh, disc my, box. No, my first word was, darling, give me your credit card, I need to make an order. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what about the kids? Go, no, just give me the credit card. Children, one of you will have to go. Children, I'm going to have to sell you. <laughs> Yeah, so disc box. But isn't that a bit of a rip-off? 40 quid? No, all, all the artwork you're going to get and the, uh, and the photos and the two CDs, all the extra songs that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And so the other option was download, which we could actually choose whatever price you wanted to pay, whatever you thought the Bar value was. Bar of 45p charge, I believe, on the credit card. So really? At <laughs> most, you would pay 45p, but none of that would go to Radiohead, obviously. Yes, that's the credit card companies. Speaking bastards. So it'd be interesting. I wonder if they're going to release any information on on what the average price people have decided to pay for the album is. What I wondered was, all the people who had entered 000, whether they would name and shame them on the blog afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> These people think this album is worth nothing. <laughs> but uh, the, other, the other side of that is also because any real Radiohead fan is just going to download the disc box, regardless. Yeah. But 40 quid or not. They'll yeah. be like, I need it, I have to have it. So they might open their fan base up a little bit more because people are like, well, I get a free album. So I haven't traditionally liked Radiohead, but I'll, mm. I'll give it a whirl. So, so. I mean, this is going to be quite an, an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's, it's no PR. There's no enemy haven't got a, an advanced copy. No. So there's been no leaks. No. But, but, but the thing about it is they did perform some of the tracks live, mm-hmm. um, which I was lucky enough to hear. Yep. And there was that Nigel, Nigel Godrich thing the, yes. in the basement. Mm. Where Tom York did uh, videotape, videotape and Dan is the new up. Yeah. So there's, there's there's been some indicators. Yeah. So, and the live stuff, to be honest, was just just brilliant. So do you think this is this, if this changes the record industry? Do you think what's going to happen is that that people won't charge for albums? Let's just hypothetically say, and because the way that they'll make the money is by touring and merchandise. Well, they're not the first to do this. They already had um, Prince has already done it, hasn't he? He gave away his album. Yes, by free. some. Ruffians pa- uh, newspaper. Yeah, the Daily Daily Snail. Yeah. So he's given, and then he's just sort of stayed in the Millennium Dome since, hasn't he? <laughs> Annoying bastard that he is. In one of the little cupboards. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Because <laughs> right. so, that's what struck me about the whole you choose the download price. Whether mm-hmm. this is a, a, a sort of testing the waters to see what people from now on are going to pay. I mean, I'd already heard that for bands, it's the touring. I guess it's mainly for the big stadium bands, but yeah. th- that's where they make the money rather than the yeah. record sales. But then small new bands tend to give their music away anyway. Yes, and bless them for doing that. 
but I wouldn't. I, I'd be quite interested to see if if this album hits the BitTorrent sites as much as a result of this, or whether people just go. But still, people yeah, are, that's, that's a good point. Because you know, why why BitTorrent it if you can get it for free? Because you don't have to put credit card details in, I suppose. Ah, uh, and it's still. I think the reason yeah. they've you've got to put your credit card in because they can't actually give it away because they're still trying to do a deal with the record company. I think, aren't they? To distribute, they? Or a di- distributor anyway. Yeah, that's I, what I heard. I wondered if they were going to go with Excel as Tom York did with the Eraser. That would be cool. It would be rather, rather splendid, wouldn't it? Or maybe they'll just sell enough. Yeah. But I've got a feeling the disc box will be limited to a certain amount. Which yeah. Is another reason why I bought it. Because although it's probably going to be a collector's item in that there are millions out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read on Stereo Gum, I think it was, or no, Pitchfork, that they're going to release a physical CD yeah. in March. Yeah. So they're looking for a deal for that. Yeah. So, yeah. so that'll be interesting. Mm. Uh, that, that's the whole thing. I think it, on the same week that you got the the Sony chairman in court saying anybody who rips a CD is 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 illegal. <laughs> yeah, you know, unlike he's going to stop everybody. Tries to listen to it on a different device. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't call your own customers, you know, thieves. No, but they, well, they, they the all rec- do. The Universal rec- and Sony, all these people, they all slag off their own customers, mm. and then here comes the band who. Let's face it; they've 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 managed to get themselves in this position by the record company. Yeah, well, but also by being bloody good. Yeah, exactly. But they're in a good position now that they can do what they like. Yeah, and it'll be very interesting to see how it you know how it shakes things up. It'd be interesting to see if Radiohead even think of uh, sort of setting up some kind of platform for up and coming bands that they like. Mm. Sort of their idea of a record company. Really. Yeah. See what they. I wonder. That would be interesting. That would be kind of sort of, you know, yeah. like the Beatles did. <laughs> but for the 21st century, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, i, I got to admit, I, I went for this box. Yeah. There was just no no thought involved. Yeah. With the disc box, you got the download as well, so you, mm. you get to hear it on the same day, and then you get to hear it... In December. You get the, the proper thing in December. Well, and extra tracks as well. I know, extra yeah. tracks and artwork, and hopefully lots of Stanley Donwood. Yeah. Hopefully, that would really make it. Although I don't want to open mine. You have to open yours. I'm going to open mine, so you can sell yours later. Yeah, get my fresh wrap. I will demand a cut of the proceeds from that eBay sale. And there was that that comment on on my Flickr post that Drew left about, well, why would you want vinyl? I I hope he was joking. Who in this day and age wants vinyl? Well, lots of people. (laughs) Maybe not the web standards crowd, because they're all, you know, oh, no, terrible. It's the same thing, you know, who would buy a physical CD? Lots of people. You know, it's well, the same, that's the, thing, the point I'm making, is the same question. Well, you know... Who would want vinyl? Who would want a CD? Jim, who I talked to about music, who is my audiophile friend, mm. he won't download MP3s because he says they're, they're just shit. Yeah. There's so much missing stuff. So much detail that you yeah. have here. And, you know, if you've got a decent record player... And yeah, absolutely. So, so I don't dismiss the vinyl. Yes, I don't use it myself, but... And I believe it gives the opportunity for DJs and clubs... Yes, to, and that was another mix things comment. Up a bit. Like, like people would play Radiohead tracks in clubs well yeah they would they would and yeah. I think this new album's going to have uh, I, I, I predict some more upbeat records you think so they did one when I was listening to them live and it was definitely had the elements of drum and bass in it almost mm. it was like gosh that's quite upbeat for Radiohead <laughs> <laughs> you happy bastards fuck off <laughs> so, so it's safe to say we're both really excited about tomorrow yes and we're probably going to get it very early and I think my IMAX coming tomorrow as well <laughs> <laughs> well so, actually what worries me about tomorrow is, is the strain on the server because they, they took them by surprise, the demand. They did say maybe they'd release before, so whether they're going to do it in stages. 
yeah, stagger it to Hopefully countries. Maybe the disc box subscribers will get theirs on the night. Oh, yes. Today, in fact. They'll they, be, be brought round personally yeah. by probably not Tom York, probably one of the more minor he, members he, of the band. He doesn't live too far away. I don't see why he'd uh, get on his little BMX and pedal it around here. <laughs> Right, and that is an image. <laughs> well, if you go on the Radiohead blog, you can see him on his little BMX. <laughs> so, so, do you think we should ask our other John, our other colleague? Well, yeah, if he can come come over and squeeze next to me. So, so you're, yeah, the, you're the balance yeah, in all of this. We're, we're really excited about tomorrow and in rainbows. What about you, John? Well, I'm, I'm not really into the whole Radiohead thing, and that's. But I have to I have to intervene here and say, what? Which album have you listened to? Uh, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think uh, we can't blame them for not liking Radiohead. Well, no, but you're going to le- you're going to have to learn to love it because I think this album will probably be played for about three months solid, and yes. then we'll get the extra tracks. So you've yes, got a long, more. long period so, of Radiohead to come. So, but, uh, what I heard this morning on OK Computer that was, that seemed very good. See, I think that's uh, the, if you're not a Radiohead fan, well, we can't say until we've heard the new album. True, but mm-hmm. as it, as things stand, I'd say OK Computer mm-hmm. is the place to start. Although I've got a real feeling that In Rainbows is going to be better. Yeah, because I think they may have gone back more to their traditional roots a little bit. Back to tunes. Yes, but I love the others. <laughs> I love Amnesiac and Hell to the Thief and all those. The whole kind of Warp Records yeah. period. Actually, that point, I, yeah. I wonder if they would be interested in the. Getting Radiohead on board. Yeah, oh, I'm sure Tom York will be thrilled with that idea. I mentioned the, the manager of Warp Records smoking on his pipe and saying, get those chappies in, those Radiohead chappies. <laughs> They're the just our kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know, it'd be interesting to see if they don't set up a record label for themselves of some sort. They, could, they essentially have, really, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it's very com- we, we just don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so exciting. But we are going to move over and uh, we're going to talk to David Emery that's right can you tell us more about who David Emery is well I don't know a lot home. about David Emery but we're to, that's why we're going to talk to him he's but inventor he's, of the Emery board yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's he I got to know David because he sent me a CD once uh, he works at Beggar's Banquet I think it's called it's either Beggar's or Beggar's Banquet I'll have to look that mm. um, which is a record company that has lots of great artists yeah. on it. Blonde well, Redhead. Blonde Redhead. National. Well, that's how it started. He sent me two CDs, The National and Blonde mm. Redhead, and I didn't like The National, but Blonde Redhead was excellent. Ooh. Couldn't, just didn't like oh, his voice. It's, it's so important that I like the voice. <laughs> but yeah, the Blonde Redhead became the kind of the, the moving into the office yeah. album, didn't it? Yeah, so, so he's the senior web designer for Beggars, and he was the man who did the Eraser uh, website Tom York, and he's done a number of other... Well, obviously, we'll link to his personal site, which I yeah, think is a lot which is really nice, actually. Yeah. A lovely style. Yeah. So, and I met him at Pub Standards after about mm-hmm. four pints, and I had to dash home in about an hour, so I didn't get long to talk to him. But yes, he sends us albums. So yeah, like. I met him at Art Media this year. I, I didn't realise that the guy I was sitting next to for a long while mm. was actually David Emery. Yeah. He didn't introduce himself. No, he <laughs> did that to me as well. I'd, I'd been talking to him, and then he... And, then yeah. put, and by the way, I was like, oh, right. Either really shy or just uh, arrogant. He assumes that everyone knows yeah. who he is. No, I'd, go, I'd go for modest. Actually. Yeah, I think so. So let's go over to David. David Emery. Hello, Hello David. there. Hi there. Hi, David. Now, when we were outside, we already um, introduced you and who you were and who you work oh. for. 
Um, but perhaps you can just give us a little bit of a quick summary of your, your job title. Well, I'm head of web development, which sounds incredibly important for Beggars Group Records, which is a group of independent record labels. We have all sorts of ooh, very important artists like The White Stripes, Tom York, uh, Dizzy Rascal, um, The National, Blonde Redhead, like it's lots and lots and lots and lots of people. So Most yeah, of whose CDs you've kindly sent to us through the post. Well, yes, I do try. I'm a very generous person. You are. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in, essentially in charge of all our web development and make artist sites and our label websites and all sorts of interesting online stuff with, with musicians, essentially. It's very exciting work. And you did the Tom York site, right? I did indeed do all sorts of stuff for Tom York, yes, yeah. including a hand in all sorts of... We made quite a few websites for Tom York, as it happens. So, yeah, all sorts of bits for that. Which so, was... Excel come under the banner of the, the Beggars Group, then? They do indeed, yes. Yeah, they are. They are like The Beggars Group is essentially a sort of grouping of all sorts of in, independent labels, XL being one of them. Uh, there's quite a few more. Beggar's Banquet is sort of the original one, which is where the sort of group came from. I was then, so, sorry. Well, all these other ones sort of have either sort of sprouted out of that sort of organically, or there's also been some sort of acquisition and stuff like that as well. Because yeah, yeah. I was saying to you, uh, last time we spoke, that I used to go to a shop in Putney. Yes. It used to be called Beggar's Banquet. And yes. Kind of all, and XL, XL's kind of from that area as well, aren't they? Oh, well, they, they originally came out of, our, well, we're based in Wandsworth, and it all did yeah. start from uh, shops back in the 70s. I mean, we're, we're, in fact, we've we're just, just gone 30 years old this year, actually. Right. And so, yeah, it all came from the shops, which is... Yeah, so the, the, the obvious question we've got for you is, how did you get involved in all of this, you know, as a web designer? <laughs> how, how did you land such a, such a, such a plum role? <laughs> I, well, the, the, the short and sweet answer is complete luck. Um, I was doing, uh, well, it's a slightly convoluted story. Very, very back in the day, I did, I worked on a music website. Uh, it was called Tunes UK. This was back in the sort of dot-com boom the first time around. <laughs> Web, web, web 1.0 and it was it was it was rubbish quite frankly but it, it was it was a good bit of fun and after having done that and, and it failed dismally uh, I then went to university and tried to do something completely different I went into Mac software development I used to be a Mac software developer and that's why I, tra I trained to do essentially uh, I did computer science as a degree and then went and worked uh, for about almost a year being a Mac developer and then, sadly, I, in fact, I was doing Mac games development as well, no less. Well, that comes to the next part of the story where I got made redundant because there isn't such a thing uh, as yeah. <laughs> Mac games development. Uh, so then I got made redundant and I thought, ah, actually, this, this games development stuff is not really for me. I much prefer web stuff and online stuff and it's much more interesting and that's where, you know, everything's going. So I sort of slightly retrained myself as... Uh, a freelance web developer and did all sorts of sort of freelance web development stuff until I, I got a little bit tired of it to be honest because well, freelancing isn't really quite what I like doing. Mm. The, the sort of the, the balance of client work is not really. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm a bit of a megalomaniac. I prefer to be slightly more in charge than that. So <laughs> and and I started looking for a job and and the, this job essentially it wasn't it, it was a much sort of 
lower role when I when I first got here. It was just a sort of web editor, web web developer. When when I got here, um, beggars didn't have any trained web developers on staff. They had one person who is my boss, who sort of knew Dreamweaver and knew a bit of stuff. And it's mm. it's I came in and hopefully shook things up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it seems so from the work you've done. I mean. We'll put, li- we'll put a link out for the for the websites and things. Yeah, mm. we looked at your um, portfolio and your, and your blog as well. Um, mm-hmm. And really nice. I also noticed that um, uh, you uh, use text pattern. Yes, I do websites. indeed, which which is all your fault, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after, I, it was, it, in fact, text pattern, it's got quite a lot to say for itself, really. We've used it on a lot of sites. Really, it's it's got a little bit... Odd how often we use it. We 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 pretty much roll it out to almost every band that we do a website for because it's so yeah. e- it makes it so easy for them to actually update it themselves uh, and update yeah. all the content and stuff like that. And because it uh, and because it's so flexible, we can use it for all sorts of different aspects, like like gigs listings, for example, or like showing like releases and albums and all that sort of mm. stuff. Mm. And you don't find it holds you back at all. You don't find you sort of thinking, oh, uh, if, if using a different system, I might get a better feature. Or um, yes, actually, completely. We're we're very much looking at the moment to try and figure out what, what almost what to use next when text pattern doesn't quite fulfil what we need, and we haven't found a good solution yet. Because obviously, we we um want to do a lot of sort of social networking type stuff because it seems it makes sense on a band's website you know if you're a fan go on there and go oh yes i'm a fan of this band and i get to you know log on and talk to other fans and you know have a pretty picture of me and all that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) you know exactly and we've done that a little bit but we've had to custom develop it and we'd really like to try and find a solution that that works well and we haven't really found one yet. We've just mm-hmm. rolled out a site using Expression Engine. Mm-hmm. And to be, honest, yeah. to be honest, it's not quite been as good as, as we hoped it to be from reading the, the features on the uh, website and all that sort of thing. The feature list yeah. sounds almost exactly perfect for what we want yeah. to do. But yeah. we've, we've had, it's taken us a lot longer than we anticipated to really sort of shape it the way we want because obviously we want to extensively customize the look of everything and all that sort of thing and some bits of it have taken us a lot longer than we sort of hoped like we were really hoping for a quite an integrated solution with like the forum and the sort of user profiles and all that sort of thing and it, some bits of it seemed quite especially the forum actually it seemed quite sort of old-fashioned and you know there's lots of lots and lots of table-based um templates and all that sort of thing which is oh. It's been a bit of a pain in the arse to uh, <laughs> I, hope, I just hope that a certain Mr. Simon Collison... Was I was going to say, he's already threatened us once. Well, Simon is actually where the person I got the uh, idea to use to try Expression Angel from. He's another benefactor of, of free CDs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, one, the other questions, um, I mean, the obvious question we just want to know is we, whenever we look at your Flickr stream, you're at some concert somewhere, or yes. you know, obviously you don't pay for CDs on the... On the but what, what are the general sort of perks of the job? What are the best bits? Yeah, it, it does have a lot of perks, it has to be said. I mean, uh, we get a huge number of CDs. I mean, we essentially can get free CDs of all, the entirety of our catalogue, which is... Excellent. staggering to behold and yet gig, gig tickets I mean we have currently I think well over a hundred artists across all our labels who are active yeah. at the moment so there are a lot of gigs to go to I mean too many quite frankly I mean it's I, 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 
Didn't you could have too many gigs, but that, well, that's, that's see, like a nice it, problem to it's have. it's funny. I remember in in my first interview when I came here, and they were saying, "Oh, how many gigs do you go to?" And I go, "Oh, as many as I possibly can." And you know, I'll go to every every night of the week, and they just all sort of laugh. And I can understand that now. Uh, no, <laughs> but there are, you get to go to all sorts of uh, sort of fun and interesting things. As I guess, I mean, it's it's a media industry, so. There are all sorts of sort of silly media events going on. Like this week, I was at the Digital Music Awards, huh? which was, to be honest, a big load of bollocks. But you know, it's, it sounded like it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 you know a fun night out. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing we want to bring you on to what we're doing. This we're recording this for what we're calling the Radiohead in Rainbow Special. Uh-huh. And um, th- instead of the usual uh, readers' questions, we mm. went for the, a single question, which we're now mm. going to put to you: yep. disc box or download? It's a really tricky question. That, of course, you get the download with the disc disc box, mm-hmm. but, but at the moment, at the moment, I haven't bought the disc box, but I'm almost certainly going to. I have mm. got the download. I, I'm. Not ashamed to say I didn't pay anything for it because I really? wanted to see, I, I wanted to see what happened if you put <laughs> nothing in. I, I you know it's an interest. The, what they're doing is very very interesting. I mean it obviously brings up all sorts of questions about the value of music and all that sort of thing. Mm. And so I thought, well, you know, if if I, I I'm almost certainly going to probably buy the disc box, probably buy the physical release when you know the CD that will inevitably come out, probably buy the single, probably buy all the versions <laughs> of the single. So you know, <laughs> and the remixes it, and yeah, the gigs. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you know, Rainyhead and uh, have already received rather large quantities of my money. Mm-hmm. So I think as as a first step, getting it for nothing is, I thought, the way to go. Yeah. Mm. What, what about yourselves? What have you gone for? Oh, both. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Without, without I, hesitation, really. I think yeah, yeah. key key for me is I want to see uh, the the artwork. I think. Mm. Oh yeah. Anything, I'm yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the first thing I did. As we've, we've kind of already said in discussions, but it's the first thing I did was. Mm. Make my missus credit card and order the disc box. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's the thing. You see, from a, a sad industry point of view, the first thing I did was try to see if you could get it for free because it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would too. Yeah, I mean, that's it's really interesting, and it, it let you do that. Oh, yeah, no, well, that's the funny thing. It does let you do it, but almost everywhere has reported you have to pay one p for it, and you you yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Everywhere that's the- reported. Everywhere that's reported that hasn't checked their backs, haven't actually tried. And, and what about the forty-five p credit card charge? Why does that no, work? You, you don't. If you pay zero, you don't have to enter your credit card details. You you, you just oh, go right. straight. You uh, just go straight. Yeah. So, what kind of an impact is this going to have on the record industry? Do you think it's a funny one because, in actual fact, I don't think what they're doing is massively innovative. It's 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 one of those sort of things that was it was inevitable that someone, in fact, it was almost inevitable that they were going to do it. Like I I in no way I thought that this album was going to be released in an even vaguely conventional way because it, it just doesn't make any sense. And someone was going to, you know. Maybe not the exact specifics, but release their album. You know, some big name artist was going to release their album online and do it all themselves. And mm-hmm. the free aspect of it is, you know, uh, there's been a lot of things sort of building up around like giving away music for free because, you know, you make, in all honesty, you don't really make 
a massive amount of money from selling the actual releases. Certainly, if you're going through a, like a record label and stuff, if you're an artist, you make your money from touring and all the mm. sort of surrounding stuff. Mm. And again, with the disc box, like I mean, if you look at the sort of deluxe packages that Radiohead have done before, then again, something amazingly immaculate like that, with you know your two LPs and your bonus disc and the, you know the book and the artwork and all that sort of thing. It's a sort of inevitable thing, I guess. And there's been a lot of uh, I mean, it, it actually, going back to something we did um, last year, we did this thing called Aluminium, which was, uh, it was a version, it was a whole load of White Stripes songs, but um, done orchestrally. So they all, it was all ah. classical music. And want it, want it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that me? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find a copy of that. <laughs> And what we did for that, actually, I mean, obviously, as a label, we didn't bypass the whole label a bit, but we did, we only sold that direct. We did it um, limited. There were 3,333 CDs, and I think it was 999 deluxe LPs. So it was, it was a very, very similar concept, actually. Yeah. So you got, you got your um, really heavyweight vinyl, really immaculate sort of artwork, and then inside it, it came with... Um, a screen print by uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now uh, Joby something or other who does all the White Stripes artist, uh, art and he's yeah. absolutely amazing and he did the whole artwork for the sort of whole project and you've got a screen print inside with your LP and um, and some sort of uh, lyric cards and stuff like that and it was an amazing package and yeah. so we did uh, the LP and we did sell the download, unlike Radiohead, but we did it sort of all launched it at the same time. So you could either buy this amazing deluxe package or you could just buy the download. And that it only was sold direct. It was only sold online mm. and, and, and bypassed the whole sort of shop system and sold like uh, the LPs and the CDs incredibly quickly. Yes, yeah. it's, it's sort of very similar sort of... Um, so it, sounds, so it sounds like what you're suggesting really is Radiohead is just popularising something everybody's kind of been thinking it's, about anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly that. I mean, there's uh, there's also been a lot of there, another one of the another aspect of this is that everyone, including press and media, is getting the the CD uh, or the the album at the same time as everyone else. So the media aren't getting like a copy of it now, which is you know normally like press and stuff like that get albums way up front of when the actual release date is and that's why they leak because you you know you send a whole load of cds out to journalists and the first thing they do is either sell it or mm. put it online i mean it's, it's just the way it is and there's been quite a lot of people that are starting to just not do that just send out copies when the album's out and sort of have done with the whole sort of mm. I suppose that's a, just, a, just a kind of a, a sign of the times, really, because the media mm. can react so quickly now. Mm. Um, it's almost almost instant. They can review it the minute mm. they get it. So. Yeah. It makes you wonder what the next, the next kind of release mechanism is going to be. Is mm. it going to be via um, a goat farmer in Somerset? Yeah. <laughs> it'll all be available on 78 or something you know well i mean the funny thing is uh, with the radiohead thing is what is very interesting and obviously you know quite trailblazing it's also very unique you know there is no other band quite like radiohead with quite the same sort of fan base who are who yeah. you know will buy things online and stuff like that there's you you know if you're an unsigned artist or a small artist you just can't without something behind you it's very very difficult to build that you know to actually get people to come to your website and, and buy your record or even download your record for free it's you know there's so much music out there especially with the dare i say it my spaces and all that sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> like you know you do dare say it. <laughs> 
Excellent. There's, yeah, there's so much stuff out there that actually is, that's almost where I guess a, a record label comes in from a sort of promotion and also distribution, actual real, you know, CDs and shops is still very, very viable. You know, that's mm. still where most people, certainly buy albums at least. Singles, it's a different thing. Singles downloads is very much becoming more important. Like you, if you look at the sort of breakdown with, with uh, how digital does on versus CDs on physical singles, then it, it's, it's, it's all going digital's way. iTunes mm. is very important in that regard. Mm. Well, I think that's great. That would be yeah. Good. Thanks very much for, for joining us, David. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. The Rissington Podcast is devised and hosted by John Oxen and John Hicks, with contributions from squadron leader John Dennis. The show is hosted and sponsored by Segment Publishing at segpub.net. Hurrah!
Girl, nice dream. If you think that you're strong enough, nice 